Hey, this is Levi Taylor with Anchor.fm, and you're listening to the Honorable Mentions Podcast. In this week's episode, titled The Start, we will be discussing creation versus evolution. We will take an in-depth look at both topics and decide which one is more relevant than the other. The Start by Levi Taylor In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Few words in history have had as much power as these. This simple sentence has changed the world as we know it, because it brings forth the story that is as old as time, the creation story. Over the course of several millenniums, many such stories have been told and believed in. More recently, however, a new idea of how the earth was brought into existence has surfaced, as scientists examine the possibilities of a creation free of an intelligent designer. This idea is called the Big Bang Theory. Instead of a being speaking from nothing and creating something, this idea uses the process of molecules coming together to create a large explosion forming the universe. Surprisingly, both theories have held their bearings despite attacks from both sides. Even so, the creationist theory has upheld its postulation under numerous attacks since its servicing in 30 AD. Because of this, it has a stronger argument to the relatively recent formed belief of evolution. The Big Bang Theory happened 13.8 billion years ago, shooting our universe into existence. George Lemaitre, a Belgium cosmologist and priest, discovered this theory in the 1920s. In the 1930s, when he presented the idea that the universe was made by a single primordial atom, a new speculation began to circle the scientific field. While many continued to hold on to their religious beliefs, others pursued an idea without God. This thought has grown in popularity, especially after its confirmation as a valid theory in 1965 with the discovery of the cosmic microwave background radiation. The Big Bang also further supported the theory of evolution, which was also widely accepted as a fact in the scientific community. Stephen Hawking and other physicists used the idea of relativity to further their point. Stephen Hawking, in an interview, confidently stated that because there is such a law as gravity, the universe can and will create itself from nothing. The problem with this theory of a Big Bang is that it takes a lot of things for granted. It forgets completely about the more arguments and fails to describe where it all began. The aspect of evolution that seems to bind well with the Big Bang Theory has not been proven in any case at all. This argument for how the world was created is short of evidence that sets itself apart from other beliefs. The idea of evolution, if proved true, would still fail to disprove the idea of an intelligent design. All it would do is change the amount of time it took for the development of the universe to reach completeness. Most atheists put the creation story off as some childish idea from an ancient book of myths. They state that even if there was a God, like the Bible claimed, he would be terrible. The God of the Old Testament is arguably the most unpleasant character in all fiction, jealous and proud of it, a petty, unjust, unforgiving, control freak, a vindictive, bloodthirsty, ethnic cleanser, a misogynistic, homophobic, racist, infanticidal, genocidal, malevolent bully. This theory Although held by great thinkers, such as Dawkins and Hawking, has its flaws. Creation, according to the Bible, happened because God spoke it into existence. There was nothing but God. God was outside of time. That is why he could create time. Time had to start somewhere, and unlike evolution, the creation theory gives us a reason and a juncture. God spoke into the formless void and created life. We see evidence of a creator because of the intricate design that fills the earth and the universe.
The chances that it took for life to originate on a planet in the universe with the start of a Big Bang is inconceivable. The probability of life originating from accident is comparable to the probability of the unabridged dictionary resulting from an explosion in a printing factory. Not only is the chance of life existing very low, but the idea of it being intelligent creates a new set of problems for an atheist. We can see this presumption of intelligent design in animals. For example, a giraffe has a very large brain on a very tall figure. When it stoops down to drink water, the blood in its body rushes with such a force that if it reached the brain, it would explode. To keep this from happening, the giraffe has a mechanism that closes and keeps blood from traveling to the head while it drinks, saving its life. There is a problem with this, though, because it destroys their ability to run in case of danger. If a giraffe were to see a lion approaching and it tried to run, there would be no blood circulating in its brain, so he would fall and be eaten by the predator. This is why the giraffe was created with the ability to collect the blood that was not used when it was drinking water, readying it for the use in the brain in case of the attack from another animal. Evolution is largely based on the process of natural selection. This means by the time the giraffe was beginning to evolve, it would have had to put its head down to drink water. And when that would have happened, it would have died. Until more recently, the church has been the driving force for scientific discovery. Monasteries had monks who did studies on genetics in the universe. Isaac Newton, who was a devout Christian, discovered many things that are used to this day. In the early 1800s, the church felt like it had no need to argue that science supported their biblical beliefs because it had for centuries. When Darwin came up with his theory of evolution, the church barely confronted it until the 1920s when the public wanted it to enter their school system. Since then, many in the church have said even though the evolutionary theories is challenging their beliefs, they just need to have blind faith that what the Bible says is true. When even Paul the Apostle said that you should test your faith, in the late 1970s, more theologians and apologists took this apostle's words to heart. They have been able to use what seemed owned by secular beliefs to argue the existence of God and creation. To say a scientist can disprove the existence of God is like saying a mechanic can disprove the existence of Henry Ford. It doesn't follow, said Turek in a lecture circuit covering his book, I Don't Have Enough Faith to Be an Atheist. In the end, neither will be able to prove that 100% of their belief is true. However, it still seems that the idea of creation has more pointing to it. There is always something new that could tip the scales of how the world was made. One of the most common defenses against a god is why would he not make himself obvious if he wanted us to follow him? Maybe he has, and it is about time we realize he has been showing us the truth of himself since in the beginning. Thank you for listening to this week's segment of Honorable Mentions. Um, we'd like to thank all of our editors and our producers, Levi Taylor um, and Levi Jackson Taylor. Um, and thank you once again for participating in this wonderful time with Levi Taylor. Thank you. <laughs>